welcome to a new episode of Reality Breached. Uh, my name is Sergio. I'm your host. Uh, this past week, a movie came out, and uh, I, I, I am to assume that everyone on the podcast has seen it. Uh, my my players this week are kind of new, kind of kind of fresh to the podcast. Uh, we have Robert, who is becoming becoming a regular. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, uh, we have Mark from uh, you're from Dice Junkies, right? Yeah, yeah, Dice Junkies. I tend to go by I go by Zeno Damus on Dice Junkies, but Mark works here. I'm sorry, Zeno. <laughs> My that's bad. Right. <laughs> Zeno, that's awesome. <laughs> and sound like a Dragon Ball Z guy. <laughs> and all the way from OKC, we've got Charlie. Uh, hi. Uh, technically, you don't have Charlie all the way from OKC. Oh shit! Where are you? Uh, you, you should have done your research, sir. I am in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tol- oh, that's right. That's right. I knew that. Yeah, T town, living it up. Fighting words. I'm telling you, Tulsa is not Oklahoma City. Damn it. <laughs> Curse you for getting the two confused. Sorry. I mean, I know they kind of sound the same, you know, if you aren't smart. Well, uh, I just assume it's all one <laughs> one big flat city out there. Wow. <laughs> nothing but, like, barns and hay bales. Uh, you're forgetting the uh, the Native Americans riding around on horses and teepees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an interesting place, Tulsa. My, my brother lives in uh, Broken Arrow, so I was just up there okay. a week ago. <laughs> okay, well, you, I'm sorry I missed you. It seems oh, no. how I've never met you before. Oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Just uh, way to shit on my hometown. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I smell the shit. Oh, all right, well, we're here to talk about Logan. The hopefully last Wolverine movie with Hugh Jackman as the Wolverine. And it is a very different movie. At least when it comes to uh, comic book movies. I, I think my, my comments as walking out of the theater was... Uh, my, my comments were, that is a movie-ass movie. A movie-ass movie. It's a movie-ass that, movie. That's, that's a damn good opinion there, man. Yeah, because... Very vivid. Because <laughs> like, when, I, when I think comic book movie... I think a very specific genre, you know, there's a sheen to it. There's a, a, like a, a feeling of hope deep in the core of it. And the Logan didn't have any of that. Like if you, if, if you just made Logan into like a minority and film that exact same movie, it would be an Oscar nominee. Wow. So, so did anybody here like the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I, I agree it wasn't necessarily a comic book movie. I definitely had things that I didn't like about it, but it wasn't necessarily because of the movie itself. Just certain aspects of it, I was kind of like, ah, uh, you know, that wasn't okay, whatever. But I mean, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I I wasn't expecting to go in there to see, you know, a Academy Award winning film. I expected it to be a, a bloody mess with some funny parts, and 
I essentially got what I wanted out of it. Okay, okay. Robert, what did you think? Um, I liked it. I didn't know it was going to be that long. It um, wasn't long. I really liked it. Yeah. I didn't... I really liked the uh, the fact that they, they did a lot of explaining without without explaining. Like the exit, the big accident um, that hurt 600 people. The um, the uh, explanation of uh, how the mutants all died, comic book wise, my my guess was the, like a legacy virus type of thing. But then the cornfields kind of helped me out in that in that theory. Um, but overall, I'm glad that the rocks didn't move at the end. <laughs> and um, <laughs> that, that uh, even even when the uh, X23 moved the cross to the to an X, because I was like Logan, I doubt he believes in any type of higher power. So the X makes sense. Even though it was a little cheesy, but the X did make sense because, you know, hey, technically he was the last X-Man. So I liked it. OK. Well, Mark. So, so yeah, like uh, so I have actually multiple opinions on the movie. It, it, it's, it's not an easy one just to say. So me, me and a buddy of mine, we went to go see the movie. And when we got out of the theater, neither one of us said anything like because we just weren't sure and uh we we were doing uh you know on dice junkies we did a we did a review so we were going to go do that and so we're like okay let's just not talk about it let's go let's get do the review while it's still fresh on us so we went we did the review and honestly like during the my review my opinions changed and it's changed since then i like the movie like as far as far as movies go um, I I enjoyed the experience. Now I went in thinking it was going to be total crap. Like I was like, I'm going to fucking hate this. I'm only watching this because I, you know, I'm doing this dice junkies video. No other reason am I watching this crap. And maybe being so negative about the movie is why I liked it as much as I did. But I, I came out. I was I was really I was really excited. Now the more I think about it, there are a lot of Little things that I'm like, that was bad, that was bad. <laughs> um, but as far as the mo- the movie was carried by by Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart, uh, I thought both of them did a superb job acting, and that's what I really enjoyed about the movie was those two, the way they played off of each other and their acting abilities. I thought it was good. Um, now, all the rest of the story was pretty much just a bunch of junk. Uh, it was honestly the, the drama part of the movie that was that was more exciting to me than than the action and, and the other mutants. Yeah, well, I, so, I, and I'll give you that. Like, the other mutants, especially at the end, very boring. Uh, yeah. Okay, hold on. See, for me, though, coming at it, because I have a tendency to look at films and not necessarily see the movie but see the script and to me the only thing that they did really good with the script was the explaining things without explaining things like if you weren't really paying attention or if you hadn't read reviews previously you'd know that it was set in the future 
necessarily. Um, and same thing with the way that, you know, uh, Professor X, uh, they allude to it. I know it comes from the comic books that Wolverine kills all the X-Men, but, you know, in this, they kind of allude that all the X-Men died because of uh, Patrick Stewart and him going crazy. But to me, a lot of the dialogue and the script in the drama just was really not that great. Like, the only part as far as story that I enjoyed was when they had dinner with that family. Everything else was just kind of like, like okay, first off, I do think they went overboard on the fucks. I get it. You can say fuck. It's R-rated. But like, <laughs> it got to the point where it was like, okay, we've established this universe. And yes, have fun with it. But you don't have to say fuck and shit in every other sentence. And, you know, even I didn't think it really fit with Professor X, him cussing as much as he did just because and i understand he's old and cranky but i still don't see that character that way especially especially since there's been like five other movies establishing that he doesn't just drop the f-bomb all the time exactly and with with i I didn't have a problem with wolverine doing it because in first class he does drop the f-bomb that one time and so it's established yeah he has he has a little potty mouth and that's fine but it still got a little bit where i was like i get it it's an R-rated movie. Okay, let's actually have dialogue that sounds like dialogue. I don't know. Pat, Patrick Stewart's uh, uh, using the, the F-bomb and stuff like that. I, it didn't bother me. I guess I've known several people that have uh, brain diseases and stuff, and they say a lot of shit you never think they'd say. So that I guess I, I rolled that into that, you know. That makes Colin sense. Caliban a fucking albino. I was like, okay, so this is not going to be the Professor X that I'm used to. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's a uh, that's that's not the Professor X in the first X Man, you know. So um, when when the, like the brain disease and the and the seizures and once I saw the first seizure, I was like, this really has to do something to his mind, um, especially being medicated and stuff like that. You know, he's he's broken. You know, because of, of what happened, it was him. It wasn't, you know, Mysterio from the comics from uh, <laughs> Spider-Man's freaking, freaking um, um, villains um, coming over and tricking Wolverine, which made Wolverine look really horrible. But it was, um, I think it was the guilt that was, you know, kind of emotionally driving him insane. So all the f bombs and all that stuff was kind of him just regretting everything that was been going on and kind of waiting to die. Yeah. But it, with specifically with that instance, though, it's established that he didn't know what he did because he started having the seizures and then the accident happened where he killed all those people, including the X-Men. And then right before the, the scene of the farmhouse where he gets it, like he, he says he finally knows what, Wolverine has done for him. And so I don't know if guilt really played into it. I think I, I can accept the, you know, uh, brain disease and, and, and saying things. I, I don't, I don't necessarily think it was guilt. I do think he probably was waiting to die, but I don't think it had anything to do with guilt. I think it was more of a, he recognized in himself that he wasn't himself. And, and, and that, that he was a danger yeah, to I, other I people. Yeah. Yeah, I see you coming. 
from but a man as smart as Professor Xavier, somewhere subconsciously, he has to know what he did. And it has to weigh on him that he can't remember. Somebody with the a, a brain that's classified as a mass weapon of destruction. Yeah. yeah well, I, I, I just like, as you said, telling the story without telling the story. And I was a little disappointed that at the very last minute when the doctor shows up and he's like, in case you guys haven't figured it out yet, here's what we did. <laughs> and that really yeah, bothered yeah. me. I did not like, like any of the scenes with the doctor. It, it was a bad character. He was he was not he wasn't worth even being in the movie. Like I mean, it was so minute. They 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 could have actually done even without him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean that whole story arc of the movie with with them uh is, is pretty much useless. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily useless uh because I mean I don't think it, he should have played as big of a part, but I definitely think you know, and I sure you could have it be as some just offhanded one person, you know, who creates the mutants and and uh, you know creates the the uh, the, the new Wolverine version uh, of Logan, which I had a problem with personally, um, <laughs> simply X- because it X twenty four it seemed. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, I was I was so disappointed when it was a, a clone it, of Wolverine. Like that was that was so disappointing. Wow. I was like, oh no, they, it, this is just stupid. Um, what? You see, How what, did you like it, dude? Like Wolverine has no match. Period. Like there's people who he fights and people who beat his ass, but there, there's no one who is just punch for punch. Wolverine, and this was our one opportunity ever to see Logan versus James. I don't know. I I, I just I, I thought it was going to be his son. Um, they were going to do like uh, the what's uh, I can't remember what his son. Yeah, I thought it was going to be him. Yeah, what's going to be the, what was in there? Talking about I think that would have been better because see for me. For me, the the issue with X twenty four was like, and perhaps this is just me coming from the standpoint of, of a writer, but like, it was a little too much of like symbolism. Hey, you see what we did here? Because it's like you've established Wolverine's old, and he's he's trying to hang on to that animalistic rage that he had, and and he can still fight, but it's getting harder for him, and so he has to literally face that old version and like the whole adamantium bullet. I'm like, okay, cool. You literally have a silver bullet that is obviously going to be used to kill the beast version of yourself. And also like the, it's like, Oh, he doesn't do it. He can't do it. He's too old. And so the daughter does it like X 23 is the one who, who kills beast version and allows Wolverine to love again and die happy. Like it, to me, I was just like, come on, that's just really like uh, we, the, the, the bullet, like, the bullet was troubling. Like, as soon as, as soon, 
as soon as I saw it, I was like, I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. And it played out just like I thought it would. Well, yeah, I mean, the minute the bullet was even introduced in the movie, you knew that was going to be used to kill what was ever coming at the end. Um, just like as soon as they started using that green shit um, on Wolverine, you knew he was going to take the whole fucking bottle <laughs> and be a badass for one more scene. Uh, I mean, almost every little element they threw in, you, you saw it coming a mile away. Um, and that's why I say, the part I liked was just the back and forth between Wolverine and, and Professor X. You know, Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart, you know what? Uh, I'm glad there's not going to be in there. They said they're not going to be in any more of them. It was a good send off. They're fucking dead now. Adios. Yeah. Well, in Professor X's case, he's dead again. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Uh, you know who I also really liked? I liked Boyd Holbrook. Him playing Donald Pierce. The, the bad guy, the blonde kid dude. Uh, with the mechanical hand? Yeah, the mechanical hand man. He's, uh, he, he, he's he really a, good. He did a good job. He, he did a good job of being a, uh, a cowardly badass. Uh, you know, cause he has this whole, like, machismo, like, oh, I get shit done, and I whoop your ass, but, like, throughout half of the fight scenes he's in, he's running and telling other people to do shit. The only times he looks badass is when he's, like, trying to look badass, like, walking into danger. But then he quickly tells a henchman or pushes henchman in front and, like, you know, it just, I, yeah. yeah. He, he did a good job. He was yeah, yeah. Conniving. He didn't pull off badass trying to fix his arm with one hand, you know. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me put it this way. <laughs> yeah. The character of Donald Pierce, whatever, Holbrook's portrayal of it. He is he outacted the role he was playing. Yes. What about what about what about X twenty three? I thought she was great. Yeah, uh, great. I mean, for being a she's what twelve as a, as an actress to be able to pull that off. Yeah. Uh, because I mean that very easily could have been a very shitty character, and I get it. They wrote a script around that with her not having much dialogue, but there was. A really, I connected really well with her. Um, <clears throat> specifically, the scene where he's like, "Bad shit happens to people I care about," and she's like, "Well, then I'll be fine." Then I was like, yeah, "That's that was the best line of the entire that, movie." That's rough. And she killed it. Like she killed it. She did a really good job. I mean, uh, I, I I think she did a great job. The character as a whole, um, I thought was was really good. She. You know, that rage was there. Um, I really liked the fact that uh, they showed that she was kind of, well, not kind of, extremely tortured. And, like, they showed the clip of her cutting herself. And, like, that's a whole running thing throughout that character's, uh, you know, publication history is that she cuts herself. And so I kind of, you know, I I thought that that character specifically was done very, very well. Well, well, since you liked her, maybe you can explain some shit for me because I didn't understand her a damn bit. Uh, it's because she was speaking Spanish. Well, no, and that's that's part of the reason. Okay, now first, first the girl's mute. All right, she doesn't fucking talk. Then 
she decides she wants to talk, but all she talks is fucking Spanish. And then somewhere along the line, she starts talking English. And it's just like, wait a fucking second. Make up your damn mind for one. Now, why is she talking Spanish? You get to where all the kids are. They're all speaking English. You don't hear any of them speaking Spanish. Why the fuck is she speaking Spanish? I don't get it. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I was just guessing that um, she it was a barrier, how she was talking to Professor X um, mentally. She just wasn't trusting of, of, of Logan. So come to find out at the end of the movie, he understood every word she was saying because he was talking to her in Spanish. Um, but I think that it was just her shielding herself because, I mean, they were in Mexico. So I guess she feels more comfortable speaking Spanish and she knows very loose English. But by the end, she was speaking English perfect. Well, perfect is a is a strong well, word. Well, um, I mean, half I, of us don't loose. speak English perfect. So, for <laughs> for for American terms, she spoke English perfect. Um, I, I will say that that uh, is. I noticed it as a plot hole, but I didn't necessarily dwell on it too much. Um, I just kind of went with the assumption that they could all speak Spanish. Um, but because of, uh, who her primary taker was when she escaped, she just kind of had been in that mode of speaking Spanish. Um, you also have to under think about the fact that although they were Mexico and, you know, she was speaking Spanish, it's never established that everyone else in the company um, speaks Spanish. Yeah, you know they're all speaking English. In all the in all the video, it's they're speaking English like don't get them. Um, so I think it might have been a again kind of like a comfort thing because she's shielding herself and you know per, it's one of those things where she would speak Spanish to her caretaker because it was a language that they knew they could speak without other people understanding. Yeah. So it kind of became a shield. Yeah, yeah, and and nurses. And, and 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 like you can't deny that it her speaking Spanish was used for effect. Like the the whole scene where absolutely Logan finds out that she can talk and she's talking Spanish and he's going off on her because she's talking Spanish. Like that's that's an effective scene. Yeah, because I'm really glad she pops a word. Oh, it was. Uh, two thirds of the way into the movie before she she speaks. Yeah, and I was so happy they didn't put. I was so happy they didn't put subtitles for that exact reason that you wanted to feel the same frustration that Logan was having because you don't know what the hell she's saying. Right. I mean, unless she speaks Spanish. But the words that they wanted you to understand were simplistic enough that if you took Spanish in fifth grade, you'd understand. De nada. Like, okay, gotcha. So. You know, uh, the the Spanish whole thing, like, I, it didn't bother me. And the whole her being mute, again, I kind of saw it as, as like you said, just a, a, a kind of guarding herself. It's easier to explain away the mute than it is to explain away the Oh, Spanish. yeah, no. I, I definitely understand the mute. It's that transition that I don't understand. Yeah. You know, the transition to mute to Spanish to broken English to just regular English, you know, because... After the Spanish for a bit, she starts using word, one word English, one word English, and then she just starts talking like everybody else. Well, uh, what, we we can just like 
in every Wolverine story, they always just say it's the healing factor, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I guess what it was. She just she just regrew her Spanish, and then she regrew her English. <laughs> Uh, just a, a quick part of the movie that I thought was really funny is when they were shooting at her and the guy was like, stop shooting. She heals. Go get her. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was fun. Speaking of healing, yeah. he was just like, why are you shooting at her? She's going to heal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they were very upfront in the very first scene that this is a rated R bloody violent movie. How do you feel yeah, about now, that? The, the, the rating was sort of uh, amusing to me because, like, I had read some articles before the thing, and uh, one, one of the guys from uh, the director or something was like, uh, you know, we're not sure it's going to be rated R yet. The rating hadn't come in yet. Oh, right. And then, like, I watched the movie. I was like, yeah, you know damn good there was no way this wasn't going to be rated R. You even threw a pair of tits in there just to make sure it was rated R, <laughs> you know? <laughs> The, gr- the gratuitous titty. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, really, really, like, there's no way. And uh, but no, the I, the the gore level I thought was on point, dude. I like the gore level. And, and and like I've been saying it for years, having Wolverine in a movie, a character whose weapons are finger blades, like not being able to show the actual brutality of those weapons does a disservice to the character. Yes. So I was very happy to see him just carving through people's faces. It was the same in Old Man Logan. That's a comic book because the, the, when he went ham on that Hulk clan, oh my gosh, that was one of the best series of, of, of gore that I've ever read from a superhero. But yeah, I mean, Sergio's on point though. I mean, doing, not doing, you know, limb cutting, eye piercing, you know, slashing and severing does the character injustice because the character just looks like a a, a, a pin cushion that heals otherwise. Yeah. Uh, because he always gets shot and stuff, but he's not doing it to other people in the movies usually. Right. Yeah. And then right. Especially when the scene in the hotel when he's um Professor X is having a seizure, and he's going in slow mo, and, and that one guy gets a gets it right in the face. Yes, oh uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. and that he's was like good. slowly looking at the blade come through. It's oh my, that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like that was my, really my only problem with the the movie The Wolverine was he's killing people left and right and left and right, and he never gets a drop of blood on his on his hands. Yeah. It's like, this is clearly a PG-13 movie. And it was edited in a way that it just... It seemed too clean. Oh, very. So... I I, I, I think... I mean, I, I agree. And I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with the level of gore that happened. <clears throat> just because while it was, you could say, over the top, it wasn't over the top for the Wolverine character. Um, what I'm glad didn't happen is how I felt about the language, um, 
was that they didn't go all Quentin Tarantino on it and have like pools of blood just pouring down fucking everywhere. Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was realistic. It was extremely realistic. While yes, it was bloody and extremely gory, and you see claws go through the top of a dude's skull. Like that would happen, but okay. it's not like it's not having like. It's 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 not blood spurting out like a fucking water hose. It was realistic gore, yeah. and I thought it was great. The first scene with X twenty three when she comes out of that building with uh, the head underneath her her arm and just walks out there and just bowling balls the loose head. Oh, at the, that was beautiful. I was yeah. yeah. I was happy. That made me real happy. <laughs> but it kind of, it kind of, uh, like the people, uh, the, the group that was, was going after them the whole time, I forget the name of the group. Um, Trans, trans, you know, I like or something. What? Transigen? Transigen. Trans, trans, I almost said transgender. Um, I'm just going to stop. <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> when I saw the, the guy with the robot and I was like, cool, he's, he's different. You know, then and you look at everybody else and all of them got something cybernetic about them. And then the guy who went in to get the girl before he got his head chopped off had a whole badass arm that was cybernetic. Mm-hmm. Like it looked like freaking Colossus on his freaking arm. And I was just like, well, that takes away from him <laughs> because it made him unique. But everybody and their mama has to lose a limb to become a part of that trans. I'm just going to say transgender. <laughs> Um, organization. <laughs> Which bathroom do we use? <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you point me to the nearest oh, robot what? bathroom? I'm a trans. I'm a trans robot. Okay. Yeah. Oh, add that to the drop down box, right? <laughs> but okay, okay. That was see. just me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We, we've talked about... Oh, one more thing about X-23 that I forgot to mention earlier. She really remind me, reminded me of Eleven from Stranger Things. Oh my god, yes! Yeah. I almost yeah. tweeted afterwards. I was like, I think Eleven did really good in uh, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> because there were so many times where I was like, that's that girl. But it's not. But it is. But it's not. <laughs> but it is. I mean, she's even British. Well, kind of. She's half British. <laughs> how are, how can you be half British? She's half British and half Spanish. Well, I guess it's possible. She has, dual, she has dual citizenship. I believe her mother is Spanish? She has more culture than all of us. I, I don't know. I looked on Wikipedia. Like, well, I guess technically I'm half called. British, half Spanish. If you don't go back have. far enough. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, let's let's take a moment and talk about that weird ass Deadpool opening. Oh, it was awesome. Awesome. <laughs> weird, weird, weird ass. Uh, do you specifically mean the point where you see his ass, uh, <laughs> or just the fact that he was on a point like, how the hell can Superman get dressed in a phone booth? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I have no problem with thing. the scene itself. Like, the scene is funny. It maybe ran a little long, but whatever. Why was it at the beginning? Because it was not an official trailer. Uh, I guess I'm... um, 
this is just my guess, and like you know, like all my guesses, they're probably wrong. Um, but I get uh, at the end of the movie how there was no post credit scene. You just Logan's done. That's it. That's the end. I guess if they would have done a post credit scene, it would have taken away from the ending of the movie. So they put it at the beginning. That's just my guess. I don't know because yeah. yeah, it felt like a post credit sequ- sequence. Well, I mean, it, it was there because that scene alone was worth going and buying a ticket if all you did was go in there, watch that scene, and leave. And not even watch the the Logan movie. Like, it was a way to sell tickets, man. I don't... Really? Like, I like Deadpool and all, but I'm not going to pay $9 to see Ryan Reynolds' ass and then go home. (laughs) I'd pay 20 man. (laughs) Here, I, I kind of I kind of agree that like because they knew they weren't doing a post credit scene because it, it is it is the end like of the Wolverine and and or at least Hugh Jackman's stint and I know everyone on the internet is like oh but he might come back I I hope he doesn't um, but I I, it, I think it would have taken away from the what they were going for as far as like this is the end um, if it had been at the end. Also, I think it kind of, I mean, yeah, everyone sort of, everyone is aware that this is an R-rated movie, but again, showing Deadpool, who was, that film was like, oh, hey, we can do R-rated superhero movies. Like, this is a thing that can happen. It was kind of just a, a nice little, like, reminder or sliding in there that, like, you're about to see some stuff. Like, so I think it kind of served two purposes in that way, um, which would have been defeated had it been a post-credit scene. Maybe. I don't know. It just yeah. seemed very uncomfortable to me. If it was a post-credit scene, I, I would, it would it would take away from the movie. Because everybody would be talking about Deadpool. Well, I think uh, a lot of people still are, though. Yeah. I mean, we are in the middle of this Logan. They won't be thinking about Deadpool. We're true. talking about in- Deadpool. Well, okay, well, let's talk about this being the last Hugh Jackman Wolverine, then. Like, this movie is very well-received. It is making a significant amount of money. I want this to be his last movie, but I can totally see Fox quadruple-dipping it in the Wolverine franchise and saying, (laughs) you know, that last one made a lot of money. Why not make another? Yeah, I'm I'm actually really surprised at at the ratings that it's it's gotten. Like uh, I googled it real quick and and I see 8.7 on IMDb, 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, 95% of Google users. Like it's it's gotten um a yeah. lot better uh acceptance and reviews than I thought it would. Yeah, yeah, it's it's get, it's getting like Dark Knight level, like praise. Yeah, uh, I think a part of the the high ratings are relate to it being closer to the movie uh, that everyone wanted out of Wolverine, especially the Wolverine movie. Everyone wanted it to be super bloody and more realistically Wolverine, and they didn't get that. And so I think this is kind of like the ratings and, and everyone loving it and and all that is simply just because it's like, hey, this is kind of the movie we wanted. 
This is what we've been looking for. And so I, more people are, are willing to overlook that the aspect of it, of it just being an okay movie because it's, I mean, I, I think I think my 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 uh, enjoyment of the movie, my praise of the movie, is partially um, persuaded by by the fact that I do see this as a Hugh Jackman and um, Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart's uh, send off, you know, and and I think knowing it's their last one probably does make me think a little higher of the movie than than if. I thought there was going to be more. I'd probably be a lot more critical if I thought this was not the last one. Yeah, I think they may make something, uh, make a movie based off the the kids that that escaped. Oh, I hope not. Like because you still don't know if, if they you know cross the border into Canada. I I could they see don't. them possibly trying to do a TV show, but a movie would be really hard, and I hope they wouldn't because honestly, it's Hollywood. For the most part. For the most part, though, those kids' powers sucked. <laughs> Not to like, mention their acting. <laughs> like, it was just straight, just shit. Like, let's be honest. It that was not. One job. You're right. That girl right. freezing that dude's arm and breaking it was the, probably the most OP thing I saw at all. Yeah, but she has to breathe, breathe ice. <laughs> Like, we already have a superior ice person called Iceman. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't even happen that fast, either. It, it makes them I look just, like, Yo, like, you guys did a really shitty job at cloning these, these mutants, man. Uh, I just, I, I immediately thought of, like, when that happened, what were those old commercials of, like, was it, like, icebreakers, where they, like, pop the mitt in their mouth and, like, and it'd be that, like, cold, cold air. I just immediately was like, oh, she just took an icebreaker. All right, good job, girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my arm is so minty it's so fresh <laughs> it smells so fresh now now the one controlling the vines and stuff was that, that was sort of neat but yeah oh, but you then mean what was that Ivy? other <laughs> yeah yeah that one. <laughs> but what was the the one kid like the leader kid what was his power just telekinesis like i mean telekinesis the powers of leadership Power, yeah, uh, he did a shitty job. The kid that got um, shot that, that or, up, or whatever. Yeah, the kid that picked up the tank, but like it looked like he was just controlling the earth to do that. Like he was just an earthbender. Like, yeah, he was basically an earthbender. Yeah, like so. How, how much different from old girl controlling the grass? Like, I, I don't know. I just thought the kids were the girl that controlled the grass could have easily. It was grass all around her. She could have easily yeah. just, just destroyed everyone. I mean, but they're yeah, just kids. I mean, they're just, one person. They're just they're yeah. Just but kids. like, okay, so you've got two that are like pretty badass, and then you've got one that's like, yeah, okay, or one or two that are like, yeah, that's pretty cool, and the other ones are like, eh, who are you again? What do you do? <laughs> I don't care. Well, do, do you think that oh, the yeah. X Men like writers are tired of coming up with powers? Absolutely. Because, like, how many different variations of fire powers can you have? Or, oh, this guy's a water guy. It's like, oh, this guy's stretchy. This guy has sonic powers. Yeah. This this guy can adapt to anything. This guy can absorb energy. Yeah. Like, this guy can also dance that absorbs energy and footloose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but 
But like at the same time, they have characters, and yeah, like they, like the comics, they have ridiculously redundancies with uh, powers. But they could still, instead of like trying to create new powers just for film, they could easily take it from source material. I mean, you know, like I'm, I'm glad that none of the kids were like Cypher and was like, oh, I can speak any language. <laughs> oh, Squirrel Girl. Hey, come here, Squirrel Girl. Hey, <laughs> Squirrel Girl. <laughs> I took out Thanos and it's a helicopter. I will pay to see that movie. <laughs> Oh, damn it, I just thought of something, and I forgot it. I was, I was just thinking of, of the kid leader, and um, and I think like X-23. At some point, X-23 should be the leader of that group. See, I was kind of hoping that that leader, because they didn't really establish his powers, I was hoping for it to be kind of a, uh, a little uh, Cyclops clone, just because that would have been a little bit cooler, because, yeah, I agree, X-23 should have, been that leader eventually or whatever but like it would have been kind of a cool little nod of like even if it's not necessarily them and it's their cloned offsprings they still don't get along like you know like, i think that would have been cooler like that yeah, that would have been that yeah that would have been cool that would have been cool who you think they were talking to um on the on the radio well the guy who you think he was talking to the little boy I, justin trudeau i had not given Justin Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and how long did we make it before uh, Sergio talked about politics? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I remember what I was going to say. Did they ever establish what that little fat black kid's powers were? Electricity. Shock. Yeah. It was, it was shocking. Like it was. It was electricity. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, had, he had one job. <laughs> he had one job. Yeah, like I mean, like like I mentioned before, the the the, the kids' powers did sort of suck though in general. Um, so I'm I'm hoping they don't go that route. I really just hope Fox will give up the goose on on X Men altogether. But that's not going to happen. No, but especially this movie. Yeah, yeah, I do like. There is hope. Like they they could they could. Make a deal like Sony did, where Fox still owns it and makes the money off of it, but they're able to weave it into the MCU. I mean, if they don't do that soon, eventually Marvel's going to finally just fully kill off the comics, because, I mean, they're going that direction as it is, so... Yeah, yeah, they're they're slowly choking the mutant business. (sighs) Making everybody inhuman. I I don't want the X-Men to be a part of the MCU, not necessarily like for the, the, the main reason being the MCU is pretty well established. Like sure. They're kind of bringing in new characters here and there. Um, but you know, it's not really like they're not bringing in a massive franchise. Like as I'm talking about, like as far as story goes with the X-Men, there's so much, and even though, yeah, there's a lot of shitty X-Men movies, there's still a lot of X-Men movies. And so to do that, it would have to be a complete, completely clean slate. True. But, I mean, the, the problem with that is if you're going to do a completely clean slate, 
go ahead and and, and tell me uh, who you're going to picture as Wolverine if it's not Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Who's, who's going to be Professor X if it's not Patrick Stewart? Like that's the thing is they they've come too far to bring X Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point. Okay. okay. If it was going to happen, it should have happened earlier. Just because, yeah, and sure, James McAvoy does a great job as a young Professor X. Uh, you know, okay, but there's still too much that would have to be erased. That would be difficult for uh, for people to accept. Okay, then what is your solution? Leave it be. Let it die. Let no more Let X Men movies. Die. Let it die. Like I just, think this. Let, just leave like, the money should, on I the mean, table. If, if I see anything, you characters from there. No, work on you. Sure, maybe a couple, maybe another X Men as a whole movie, and, but like work on developing uh, a series that doesn't suck uh, around characters that don't already have that loyal fan base, or continue to focus on, uh, you know, work on making some good animated stuff, an animated series that doesn't suck. I mean. It's there's a lot of options and I and I get that it's not as much money that's available at the box office, but at the same time they really shit the bed a lot as far as the X Men franchise. And so when you if say they that, were, were to go a different, I do say that. Yeah. When, okay. There have been nine X Men movies. Okay. If you don't count Deadpool, how okay. many bad X Men movies are there? Nine. Oh my! I was about to say. God. <laughs> uh, the movies as a whole, um, I guess anybody can say nine, but I like. I, I would say focus on taking certain characters because, um, like you said, the MCU, the MCU universe is big enough, and by the end of um, Infinity Wars, you're gonna have way too much to insert the whole entirety of the X-Men into and, it. And, you know, the X-Men universe as a whole is big enough to where they don't have to worry about, you know, uh, everyone that's already in the MCU. I mean, you have so many characters that are directly related to the X-Men that could carry, I mean, a, a movie, that it, it wouldn't be a problem. I mean... so So, so what you're saying is... Have like a Cyclops movie and then a Jean Grey movie and then a Wolverine. Well, maybe movie. not a Cyclops movie because Cyclops is about as interesting as a wet rag. Hey, um, hey, I like Cyclops. You would. He's moody. But... <laughs> <laughs> he's very moody. He's he, he's he's that. I can see him petitioning I, a political rally. I can see this. Yeah, I I don't I don't I don't I don't like like, like a super like emo Cyclops movie. I mean, I, it was a fun side note. I've actually met James Marston, the guy who played Cyclops in the X Men movies. You, you he's what? shorter than you'd think. Oh, he's short. I've met James Marston. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's a cool guy, but still, I just that was just. A, uh, sorry, I just had to drop a name. I'll pick it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 no, That's no, funny. like, like, just like they built the Avengers. Are you suggesting they build the X-Men? I think they'd have better luck doing that than than 
what they've previously had. Because they're going to make. More I mean, because and, and there's because or, or even in a way that like the defenders are going for uh, Marvel on Netflix. I mean, yeah, I know everyone's really uh, giving Iron Fist pretty poor reviews, but at the same time, <laughs> giving know, it a nice Daredevil fisting. Will, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. No. But but uh, that kind of is a it would be a a, a good structure to follow because i mean i don't know about you but i would i would watch the hell out of a standalone storm movie or a standalone gambit movie or a standalone rogue movie i mean granted it'd be difficult to do that just because it, it you know because they are so ingrained as x-men but like they've well, I mean, got doing enough. doing the x-men as a tv series wouldn't necessarily be a bad idea um there's so much and so many in that universe. It would actually, I think, do well as a TV series versus movie. Yeah. If Marvel wants to do a movie, they need to do X Factor. I think X Factor, they're still mutants. They're a little more edgier than X-Men. So if Sony or whatever, they're going to reboot it yet again, I think that um, X Factor would be great in the in the in the R rated version of um, X Men. Hmm. I don't well, I mean, know anything about right? X Factor, so it's supposed to be the X Force. Right? Yeah, what I say? X Factor, which I X-Factor? think was that. <laughs> No, like, thank you for thank you for, thank you for correcting me. I was saying X Factor, like I knew what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> thank you. I was like, wasn't that that show that Simon Cowell did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. No, no, no. X Factor is a comic. Marvel book. could really. Yeah. And it looks like he's <laughs> just like a rebooting. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, X. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much. Like but, but they say Deadpool, I think, is going to be an X Force. So. Wasn't. I mean, in the comics, isn't X-23 and X-Force for a little bit? Uh, well, let's see. Looking, looking at the Wikipedia page, which is always right. Uh, 95% of the time it, it is. It, you're right. Um, there, there's been a whole bunch of X, X-Forces. A whole bunch. And one of, and X-23 was, was in it at amazing. some point. And Deadpool. And apparently there's a, a mutant called Boom Boom. Does he pal? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're also, they're, they're also boom boom pal. The, yes, yes, we Legion. got it. We got it. They're doing the Legion TV series, and I think Legion was in the X Force, wasn't he? At some point, uh, I'll be scared of Legion in any type of team. I don't see Legion in X Force anywhere. Okay. Okay. Yeah, X Force is. I think. I think there are rumors that there is going to be an X Force movie. Yeah, but it's odd that they haven't announced anything yet. That Mister Sinister as the as the evil guy have him like slicing up mutants, have him slicing up mutants with them red eyes. Yeah, I don't bring back Apocalypse and do it right. (laughs) Speaking of shit in the bed, right? Good guy. Ivan News' older brother comes back and. Reeks havoc on, on Earth. <laughs> uh, well, any, any final thoughts 
before we wrap this up. I'm sorry I said X Factor and not X Force. That's my only regret. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. I, 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 my final thought is I think Logan is worth a watch. Wow. See, I, I, I would say it's on the like better end of the X Men movies. Probably top three in my mind. Uh, well, as far as X Men movies, one. that bar wasn't set very high. <laughs> but uh, for me, uh, a final thought: um, it's it's uh, it's definitely worth a watch. And uh, like we mentioned earlier, with the the, the gravel uh, not moving, when that happened, I immediately thought of the meme where uh, it's like text messages from superheroes and uh, like Cable goes back in time because they're trying to figure out if Jesus was a mutant and Cable goes back in time and like rolls a stone away and he was like, yep. He comes back and is like, yep, he was a mutant. He looked a lot like Wolverine and called me Bub. And uh, <laughs> that's what I thought of. But, uh, <laughs> the, the cross was there and I just immediately thought of that meme. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think it's a I think it's definitely a watch. Uh, um, uh, if you're going in expecting anything from the comic, don't expect it. It's totally different. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that don't was bring. that was kind of surprising, but not at all surprising. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was the changes made as far as deviating from the comic, uh, specifically Old Man Logan, uh, was was good. I like that, but it's don't expect the comics. Expect a bloody. Uh, fuck laden, not the act, but the word. Uh, <laughs> fuck <movie>. laden. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Caliban too, man. I like Caliban in this movie. We ain't talk about him. Uh, beware of the yeah. light, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like. I really enjoyed it. I, I think it works best as a character piece. Uh, more of a very personal tale for Wolverine himself, uh, and less of less as the next X Men movie. Oh yeah, as a character piece, it was it was great. Like I said, I thought I thought I thought uh, Logan and 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 then Xavier did wonderful together as a character piece, as an action film, as an X Men movie. Blah, overall story sort of blah. Character piece, yeah. Yeah, a character piece that could have had forty-five minutes cut out of it, easy. Yeah, <laughs> easy. it was way, way too long, way, way too, too long. long. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but hey, so since we're still recording everything, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna plug my YouTube channel real quick. Do that, please. Uh, Dice Junkies. So just go to YouTube, search for Dice Junkies, where the big black skull. Uh, with a die in its in its mouth, we do gaming stuff, we do movie stuff. We're just a bunch of fucking nerds having conversations, stuff like that, and we do some game reviews. So check us out. Uh, I hope you you'll enjoy it. Subscribing on it when you get there and all that great stuff. Um, but this podcast, this podcast is fucking awesome. So. I enjoy it all, Sergio. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, y'all, you have a lot of content. <laughs> you, you produce a lot of stuff, so go check it out. 
Uh, yeah, so every Monday we do a perception check, which is our, our sort of news show, which is mostly just the news we feel like fucking covering. Um, not like all of it, because fuck that shit. And uh, Friday we just throw a list of topics together, and we just roll a D20 and figure out what the hell we're going to talk about. We don't know until we roll it. That's awesome. Oh, that's, 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 that's cool. <laughs> that's our random encounters show. That's every Friday. So... All right. Thanks, guys, for having me. Hey, we enjoyed it. And uh, Charlie, yeah. what have you been up to? Yes. What, do you want to plug anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, I uh, uh, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really have anything to plug. I feel like the only things uh, what what I'm up to lately is um, thinking up of a lot of ideas for podcasts. And then texting Sergio about them, and then never doing anything else uh, with them. So I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I'll have something in the future that uh, can plug. Uh, but at this point, yeah, no, I don't. I don't really have. Uh, okay. Anything going well, on? Well, that that drunken text that I sent you at like two in the morning about doing an improv cast is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, and and the sober text I believe I sent you quite some time ago about doing a drunken podcast that should happen yes. as well. And I the, so look for drunkcast Drunk. 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag drunkcast. I'm so down with that. Hashtag drunkcast. Yeah. Uh, so but yeah, that's okay. Well, uh, that was it. That's it. That's episode 67 of Reality Breached. Uh, for, for Mark, bitch, Charlie, Robert, I am Sergio. I go. I guess go watch Logan and tune in next time. We're out. I don't know. At one point, I, I, when I went out more, I knew which nights were karaoke at all these bars so that I could not go to that bar oh, wow. on that night. <laughs> That's the hey, only reason you, I leave the house after dark is to do karaoke. I would not go. I would not go to Jewel Street anymore. Why not? Oh. It's just it's too packed. It's just too many people bumping into you. Dude, every time I've gone to George Street, there's been like seven guys and a and a fat chick, and that's that's like uh, all I ever see there. I'm pretty sure that's the name really? of the CBS uh, sitcom. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and the fat chick is in heaven, I tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is in heaven because she is the only piece in that whole place. Okay, but the more you talk about it, the more, like, in my head, I'm writing a sitcom where, like, there's seven dudes in this, like, big house, but there's this fat chick who died and is, like, in heaven, but not because she's a ghost, but she's surrounded by seven dudes that she can spy on because she's a ghost. And so she's like, I'm in heaven. Like, I'm, uh, I'm going to write Oh, and then at, the, write that at, the end, at the end of season one, one of the dudes dies and finds out that she's been spying oh, on the God. whole time. That is genius. Yes. 
I can pitch. I can pitch this. This is gonna. This is. Gonna, I smell Emmy. So, someone, guys. some, someone right. call Netflix. Seven and I'm in heaven. <laughs> oh, oh, <Wow>. <laughs> thank heaven. <laughs> Screw you, oh. seven, heaven. <laughs> seven and nine. Like, okay, look, you know, I can give you the permission on this, and I, and I think it'd just be pretty funny, but you can make the woman black. Get Monique. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have your permission. Uh. <laughs> well, you know, you <laughs> as the as the um, ambassador of the black community on. <laughs> I, I am the ambassador of the black community on my Facebook. I do black delegations all the time. <laughs> well, well, you only need permission from one black person trying to, to do try something to offensive, things. right? But the I think the last time I went to George Street, it's it's all kind of a blur. No, it wasn't the last time, but I definitely went there one night when uh, uh, there was like a costume party, and he Lee had like a huge party, and he shows up in a trench coat, and I'm like, this isn't good, <laughs> and he takes it off. And, and he's wearing like a sparkly thong, and then his girlfriend at the time gets up and she's wearing a trench coat, and she takes it off and is wearing just a sparkly thong, and then has like body paint over her tits. And they're like, "We're gonna do body painting." And I'm like, "I need to get the fuck out of here right now." <laughs> so, so I, I'm a little drunk, and and I'm like, wow. "All right, well, I gotta say goodbye to Josh." I say, "I'm like, hey Josh, I gotta head out. I got shit to do in the morning." And he just takes his hand covered in paint and like runs it down my face into my beard and I'm like thank you for that uh, and I leave and I get home and then I realize I left my credit card oh. fuck I gotta go back gets better I did I, I, on the way home I'd forgotten about the pain on my face <laughs> and so I just drive drive back to George Street and when I get there at, there's a security guard you know the guy checking ID and <laughs> I recognize him because uh, I was working for the state at this time, and I recognized him as one of the uh, like Capitol Police, <laughs> who was always at my building and like would talk to me on lunch and like we kind of knew each other. And I'm just like, oh shit! And I he sees me, he's like, man, it sounds like they're having a pretty good time up there. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are. And but <laughs> when I get up there, there's like eight naked people just covered in paint. <laughs> There's there's like dicks and tits just everywhere, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I have to see this guy on Monday, and I have no clue how to handle this <laughs> because he's gonna know because <laughs> I have paint on my face and there's naked people up here. I was at Pornhub paint party. <laughs> uh, you know what? I've, I've been, to better. been to better. Because uh, because basically it was just it was just seven dudes and a fat chick. So. <laughs> and she was in seven. <laughs> and in, in heaven. <laughs> Tell you, man, that is a legit pitch. <laughs> yes, it is.